Welcome to the 510 podcast. I am Heidi Matheson, and my goal in the next five to 10 minutes is to bring you some encouragement from the Word of God. In Ephesians 5 verse 10, Paul tells us to find out what pleases the Lord. And the writer of Hebrews says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So together, let's strengthen our faith with the Word of God. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, Moses is giving an impassioned speech to the Israelite people. He's telling them about the things that God had already done for them, about releasing them from slavery in Egypt, looking after them while they were wandering in the desert. Now soon Moses would die, and Joshua had been chosen to finally lead the new generation of Israelites into the promised land. In verses 30 to 31, Moses reminds them of something he had already told them. He says this, Do not be terrified. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God who is going before you will fight for you, as he did for you in Egypt, before your very eyes, and in the wilderness. There you saw how the Lord your God carried you, as a father carries his son, all the way until you reach this place. Moses was reminding them of who God is, that even though they'd rebelled against him, even though they'd moaned and complained and whined, God still loved them. God still watched over them. God still cared for them as a loving father cares for his children. If you've spent any time on social media, you will probably agree with me that it can be a very cruel and very dangerous place and often not for the faint-hearted. I have witnessed people openly hating God on social media. I have seen posts calling God a mythical sky fairy, or a murderer and a tyrant, or a dictator and a control freak. And you know, when I read these kind of posts, it just makes my heart so sad. Because these people have completely misunderstood who God is. And they've actually misunderstood the things that he has done for them. Even in the midst of their rebellion, in the midst of their hatred. Just like what the Israelites had done. So this verse in Deuteronomy is set after the Israelites had been wandering around the desert for quite some time. They'd seen God work many miracles on their behalf. They'd seen him part the Red Sea, and they were able to walk across on dry land. They had watched drinking water flow out of a rock. They'd seen the miraculous daily provision of food in the form of manna and quail. And throughout their decades of wandering, at any point, the Israelites could have looked back. They could have been reminded of what God had done, of how he saved them, of how he looked after them. But the Israelites were not very good at this. They quickly and easily forgot what God had done for them. Friends, what about you and me? Do we easily forget what God has done? We can be different to the Israelites. When we're going through tough times, when we're wondering where God is in the midst of our troubles, we can look back and we can remind ourselves of the things that he has already done for us and on our behalf. In Psalm 143 verse 5, David says, I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. 
And the psalmist in Psalm 77 verse 11 says something similar. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. I like to write things down when I recognize God's hand in my life. I like to be able to look back and remember the things he's done because I know that I so easily and so quickly forget. I love to remind myself of the ways that God has moved on my behalf. And in fact, I think that I don't even do this enough. I will often write down the big things God does when he steps in and does something amazing, like a healing or an open door to some big opportunity. But I'm trying to challenge myself to learn how to remember the little things that he does on my behalf. Something like a parking in exactly the right spot or that exact piece of clothing that I'm looking for in my size at the charity shop. When we are able to recognize all the little things that God does for us, then we're truly able to appreciate him as the loving father that he is. Have you ever read through the book of Jeremiah? What amazes me when reading through Jeremiah is how many warnings, how many opportunities God gave the Israelites. He gave them so many opportunities to turn from their rebellion, to remember the things he'd done for them, to repent. Yet time and time again, they disobeyed. Time and time again, God spoke to them through Jeremiah and they ignored what Jeremiah was saying. We eventually see that the Israelites are taken into exile in Babylon because of this disobedience, even after all the warnings God gave them. Friends, we really need to understand this Father's heart that God has for us because we're his children. Do you remember the story in Exodus chapter 32? Moses is up on Mount Sinai receiving the Ten Commandments from the Lord and the people of Israel decide it would be a good idea to put all of their gold together and fashion a golden calf that they can worship. I mean, really, how long had Moses been gone that they so completely forgot who God was and what he'd done for them and decided to worship a golden statue that they made with their own hands? So we see how God's anger burns against the Israelites and he tells Moses he is going to destroy them. But Moses stands up for the people. He intercedes for them and God's heart softens. He relents. And the Bible says in Exodus 32 verse 14, Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. He goes on to help Moses create new stone tablets for the Ten Commandments because Moses broke the first ones when he discovered the Israelites worshipping the golden calf. And then God says this to Moses in Exodus chapter 34 verse 6. And God passed in front of Moses proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Friends, this is who God is. Even after all of their complaining, all of their rebellion against God, he continues to love them. He guides them. He protects them with his compassion, his grace, his love and his faithfulness. 
How much more does God do that for us today? That he would give his one and only son, Jesus, as a sacrifice to pay the debt of our sin, of our rebellion. That he would reconcile himself to us and give us the gift of eternal life. That shows us how much of a loving father he really is. Francine Rivers is probably one of my favorite Christian fiction authors. If you've never heard of her, then look her up and read her books. She wrote a devotional book called The Earth Psalms, and in one of her devotions, she describes the following scene. She was in her backyard, watching a little family of quail wandering around, a mother quail with her brood of little chicks. They were pecking at the ground, finding seeds and bugs among the grass, completely unaware of any danger that might be lurking by. Then Francine noticed a cat crouching and stalking the little family. As she was deciding whether or not to intervene to save this little family, suddenly there was a loud, high-pitched, chirruping sound that came from above. Immediately, the mother quail spread her wings. The chicks fled beneath them, and then she flattened herself down to the ground, covering the chicks, and lay motionless and camouflaged in the grass. At that point, the father quail suddenly appeared, flying directly at the cat who jumped back, startled, and then ran away, leaving the little family safe. The father quail had been perched on the corner of the roof above. He'd been watching them, ready to signal danger and to protect his family, and that's exactly what he did. Friends, this is a beautiful picture of the care that God gives us. In fact, listen to Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And then in verse 4 it says, He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. Friends, God is not a mythical sky fairy or a murderer and a tyrant. He's not a control freak or a dictator. He is a loving, compassionate, faithful father, abounding in love and faithfulness. Remember what he's done for you in the past. Trust him with your future and find your refuge in him. Thank you for listening. I hope you were encouraged today. You can find the 510 podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you found today's encouragement helpful, please subscribe and consider sharing it with a friend.